0: This episode of Cognitive Dissonance is brought to you by our patrons. You fucking
1: rock. Hey, Houston
2: and Tom, this is Elizabeth. I just got done listening to your most recent episode, and you talk
3: about how Houston smells. Just want to let you know, as a native Houstonian, if you think Houston
0: smells bad, don't ever go to Beaumont, Texas. Um, Houston smells like a basket of fucking roses compared to Beaumont. Someone's got a ton of refinery, and it always smells like someone just ripped a large one and didn't fan out the car. Glory hole! Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason.
3: Um, we are now recording from our br- from our brand new studio,
2: dude. Look around, I look know. around, I'm right? Now. around. Are you seeing this? This I, is the Majesty, the, yeah. the are, Majesty. Are of you our unscrewing our new- that
3: bourbon flask? I am. Wait, All right. We're not supposed to say that in the air because we're not allowed to drink in here.
2: Yeah, uh, I think from the smell on the elevator, drinking is the least of the concerns in this building. We are recording live from our brand new studio here in Chicago. We have an so. address now that we can just tell people. We just tell we're them gonna, like, dude, we're at three four
3: five North Loomis.
2: It's fucking amazing. There you go. Here we are. In fucking Glory Studios. 345 North Loombs. Actually Glory Hole Studios. Uh you know, I feel like uh I can make it on my own. You know? <laughs> I feel like a three-legged elephant or whatever. Yeah, like, you know, like a
3: two legged elephant named Tenderfoot. Right.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I uh, can, make it, he can make it on his own. <laughs> this is I will amazing. say,
3: I will say, the listeners may hear The loud, thudding bass, because we are at the Music Garage, and uh, you're not going to get a quiet studio here, but you will get studio space.
2: so and it's fucking cool. It is pretty nice. Cecil, are you ready? I'm ready. Recording from Glory Hole Studios in Chicago. Actual Chicago. This is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast, anyone who gets in our way, we bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news makes it big or makes us mad it's skeptical it's political and there is no welcome app but there soon will be outside the front door of our motherfucking studio bitches <laughs> super exciting man. it's super just, exciting this is the coolest thing we have done in a long time you know glory hole studios was a
3: great place yep but this is this this new glory hole studios is i think
2: superior in every way one word upgrade. Yeah. <laughs> upgrade. That's two that is the word that That's is like a, that is the word of 2016. That is the word upgrade. of 2016 upgrade. In every Absolutely. way, upgrade in my friend. In every conceivable way. Yeah. So while we are upgrading, let's just launch right into the very first story. This is from the Progressive Secular Humanist Blogs over at Patheos. Christian extremists leads armed occupation in Oregon. Um this is all over the news. A bunch of uh brave extremists took over a Wilderness refuge, a, a federal wildlife refuge in right. rural Oregon. I'm right. sure they met with uh, the rough and tumble resistance of perhaps a single volunteer, right? Who said, "Peace, the owl pellets ain't worth it." <laughs> <They fucking laughs> if nobody bogeyed. is there. It's like abandoned. Right? They're, yeah. just, they're just like we're occupying this land for freedom, for land because yeah. we are angry and we are weird. I will
3: say this: yes, they have been. They've been roundly attacked yes. by on many levels, and one of the ways in which people are s- talking about this particular group is they're saying, this group, imagine if this group was another group, right? If this group if was... Muslims, if they were right? Muslim, I've heard the same thing, if they yeah. were black, right, right. or whatever it is, they were some minority group. Mm-hmm. Imagine how we would be yes. treating them if they were armed insurgents. In but if way. they were Muslim or black, they'd be dangerous. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> oh, my God. oh, that's terrible. God. So, where, you know, but the the one thing that that I did find about this story is in the atlantic there was an article that they were talking about how this a lot of the people that are involved in this are sort of standing up to this no
2: mandatory minimum stuff sure the supporters now we're talking about i think we're talking about the supporters right that's that's who took over because this was all prompted when from from the atlantic article i guess some dude's did a backburn to save their land they were concerned about they had some acreage that they had um, and they yeah. were they had cattle or some shit yeah. shit on there and they were they some did a farm thing so that know, they have to do some, with i it. just assumed the food comes from a store i don't know i think there's a front end of that but i don't really know how that <laughs> is handled that's for fucking other people exactly right? yeah it's like it's like podcast mixing like i just i just know what happens I'm not aware Fuck you. how. You know. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but like so, – so these guys, they did a back burn. So they, they did basically a controlled burn yeah. um, to try to make sure that the wildfire that was nearby wouldn't spread onto their land, right? right? It's a reasonable, right. sensible thing. do. Sure, to sure. About an acre of federal land got burned in the process. The, the damage, the total dollar value damage was under $1,000. So the property damage, according to the Atlantic article, for the for the burn that they did on federal land was under $1,000. But the Department of Justice went after them um, based on basically like anti-terrorism charges. Sure, sure. And then when they were sentenced, the judge was like, well, look, I'm not going to sentence you to the fucking mandatory minimum because it, it, would, it would attack my conscience to do so. He said almost that. Shocked yeah, my conscience. Yeah. He gave them minimal sentences, relatively speaking. Sure, Actually, sure. the sentences they got were still pretty harsh. Like the one dude got a year, yeah. two, two one-year sentences. Yeah. And the other guy got several months. I think that's a lot for a for $1,000 of property damage. I know. Um, nonetheless, that's what they got. They served their time. And then the Department of Justice appealed the ruling and said, look, that's bullshit. It's a mandatory minimum. You give them the fucking minimum.
4: Yeah.
3: And they had already served the time that they had been asked to right. by the judge. Right. And then so they got apprehended again. Right. And then a bunch of people said, that's some bullshit. Yep. And they, in protest, did this. Yeah.
2: Now, I'm not convinced that an armed takeover of federal land is ever the best possible idea, right? I mean, I, I don't know that that's how you effectively protest, because it's there's no way that it's going to end in a way where somebody says, "You know what? You got me there. Let them go." It's not gonna. It's not gonna no, happen. No. You know, and it's not. I, I really don't think also that an issue like this. Even though I think mandatory minimums are fucking awful, I think that that's a terrible idea. I think that's I think it's the worst possible idea. A mandatory minimum? I don't understand yeah, that at all. Well,
3: mandatory minimums were put in place during the time of you know the, during our, when we had a lot more crime, and we had a lot more. Uh, what we had was people that were afraid. Yeah. And so they decided, you know what? If we somehow give people minimum sentences, then they will stop doing the thing these violent crimes etc but then they right. extended it to drug crimes to arson to other things right yeah, and there's right. these mandatory minimums and this
2: thing in particular they're saying it's terrorism or something it's not fucking terrorism it's it's fucking ridiculous even the in the department of justice even says that you know in, in part of their original complaint the department of justice says like oh they were they were burning to do an illegal deer hunt how was that terrorism I Like know. Were, were the terrorism like muslim like were the deer muslims like what's going on like <laughs> exactly, or Muslim deer? I don't understand. It's crazy. It's just it's madness. But nonetheless, so this group of people is you know they've they've have bravely decided to occupy an abandoned building, and I mean, awesome, great protest. Sure, right. it will be ineffective, and they're all and then these guys are all going to go to jail. You know how this ends. Well, I mean, at this
3: point, from what I read, people just don't care. They're just like, okay, we'll stay in your little mud hut. Like
2: yeah, right. who cares? But at some point the and government's then, gonna be like, Well, we're just gonna we're gonna jail you later. Like and you
3: can't live here forever. The group made such bad choices coming in that they had to like send out for snacks? Because they're like, Well, <laughs> we didn't plan this ahead of time. We didn't, we didn't think so we'd actually can, win. Can anybody call up Grubhub on their phone? <laughs> <and they> can, <laughs> you know, maybe get some takeout burritos. Yeah.
2: Did anybody bring food? Yeah. No? This is the worst planned takeover of a federal (laughs) wildlife refuge I've ever been to. (laughs) Who's in charge here?
4: Abortions for all.
5: (laughs) Very well. No abortions for anyone.
2: (laughs) Hmm. Abortions for some. Miniature American flags for others. This story comes from Right Wing Watch. Uh, This is Gordon Klingenschmitt. We haven't had a Klingenschmidt story in a long time. It's true. We, haven't, we you know? haven't, yeah, we haven't heard him. We've been cleaning ourselves much better. We, you know, we don't have those clingers. It's, uh, it's all right. But here we go. We got a Klingenschmidt. He's a talkie, see, so that's our favorite kind. This is
3: our best kind. This
2: is the best kind.
3: So there this is go. Gordon Klingenschmidt. Blames demonic influence for failure to defund Planned Parenthood. This is from Right Wing Watch.
2: You know, there
6: is a battle in Congress, and it's sometimes it's between Congress and the White House, sometimes it's between the abortion providers and the pro life groups and all of these people are out there protesting and then congress is on the inside and they're negotiating and besides all of those people that are involved did you know there's also a spiritual
2: world i didn't i didn't know that i didn't know yeah. that i wonder i wonder how he knows that someone told him that's what i wonder yeah. you know i <laughs> he wonder he read it in a really old book did you know that uh, in addition to the fine folks in Congress who are trying to like talk it out and figure out solutions to the problems there's actually also a uh, unicorn battle that is happening <laughs> it's a um, it's like a Pokemon yeah it's an underground Yu-Gi-Oh versus Pokemon uh, battle it's you know I choose Pikachu or fucking what how would you know any of this is thing how would you know did you I like it says it like I authority. did you know there's also uh, spirits and uh, <laughs> demons And, uh, whatever else. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that because you fucking made it up. Well, he didn't make it up, but he read it somewhere. That is influencing these
6: key players. And when I talk about discerning of spirits, what I mean is that we should look not just at the human actors, but at the invisible spirits that are influencing their
2: morality. How are you going to fucking look at invisible things? How are you going to look at invisible things? I think you need a, like a... Yeah? (laughs) Yeah. come on, come on fuck it, i'm open bro i don't know come on bring it in uh, i'm gonna look i think we also have to look at the invisible world oh yeah i'll use my fucking invisible magnifying glass and we'll play invisible sherlock holmes <laughs> like what are you are you fucking kidding me what is the methodology for that oh check out the invisible world mm, i'll just use the one that i can see and touch and taste and feel and have evidence for sure it literally solves and provides for all of my needs and the spirits can be discerned through Ouija boards. <laughs> oh, crystal balls. Oh, snowmen. Testicle rubs. <laughs> <I> oh, <don't>
6: no. <know. laughs> the vehicle, the foil that we use on this program is morality.
3: Mm. Wait, what?
2: Uh, you can discern them with morality? I can use morality to f- see demons? No. Yeah. Really? Yes, maybe. Demorality demons. <laughs> Demorality? Uh, I don't know what that is. Maybe, maybe the next sentence he says will make it'll clear oh, it it'll all clear right out. It it'll clear it right
6: out. And up. when an, when the evil spirit, the spirit of Satan, influences people to sin, and the people humanly choose sin, they are listening to and cooperating with and collaborating with and contracting with that evil spirit who gets inside of them and becomes manifest through their behavior.
2: I see. What? There we go. Yeah. Uh, if you so, do, he's basically yeah. saying possession. Yeah, that no, you're basically possessed, right? That when you when you when you like lie about something, if if you're like, yeah, I'm going to the grocery store, and what you're really doing is like leaving your wife and family forever, you know. Then, for example, that that would be a great example. Like, oh, I'm going out for a pack of smokes, and then you just drive away never to be seen again. That's possession. That's what that is. I've done that to like three people. (laughs) You're a fucking monster. I don't know what you want me to tell you. You're a fucking
3: monster. (laughs) There's there's three families waiting for me to come home right now. (laughs) like, that is the farthest I've ever seen anyone go get a pack of cigarettes.
2: I don't think he's going to bring back cigarettes. He doesn't even smoke. (laughs) (laughs) We thought that was odd. Or... On the other side, the Holy Spirit of God. The other side. Mm-hmm. Well,
3: that's glory hole. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's on the other
2: side. The other side, give or receive. I don't. You know, I'm a little column
3: A, column B. Yeah, right. It yeah, depends. Hey, look, if you're in a, you're in the glory hole, you're in it to win it,
2: <laughs> right? You know what
3: I mean? You're, yeah. you're fucking all in. You're, here. Just, like, you're all out. just like that's like, it. Like you're, you're like, well, I'll either put my dick in there, I'll put my mouth there. It, I don't
2: care. It's fine. Whatever. Know? I'm here I, to. I'm here to participate. Does that? Does, do you ever? What, like, I don't actually. I, as far as a glory hole etiquette con- is concerned, like. Do two people ever just both try to stick their dicks? Like yeah, at the they sword time? fight to get right? You're just like, like fucking no, no, yeah, man. You're, you're gonna, gonna suck my dick. dick, or like just two miles of, yeah. <laughs> I mean, And Then they create like a negative pressure zone. They both get stuck, and you have to call the fire department. Okay. It's like it's like the,
3: it's like that scene
2: from. Well, it's a much dirtier version of the scene from Christmas, Christmas Story. <laughs> yeah, you just, you're just stuck. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like do, you, like, do you have to, like, a secret knock? Yeah. Like, oh, no, I'm, you're going to take it this time. No. You, like, oh, okay, I'm, you have to, I'm to like, put your finger Either.
3: in there and wiggle it twice <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and be like, so, like I'm,
2: I'm a... going to do this in a minute,
3: right? just so you know. Or are
2: they labeled? Yeah. Maybe, maybe oh, yeah. they're labeled, yeah. you know? Maybe enter there's only. An arrow, like, yeah, right, like yeah, enter, know, enter Stick only. dick here yeah. or whatever. Right. Yeah. Gives people
6: grace to choose holiness and influences and and persuades us
2: using his words of truth. And his... Spewing magic helmets, <laughs> words of truth. truth. What are you using? My words of truth and my cudgel of disgust, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and my my bludgeon the, of despair. I use my cudgel
6: of disgust at the glory hole all the time <laughs> to promote that which is holy. For example, to promote life and to stop killing innocent children in the world. You notice how he stopped there. He's like, stop killing
2: pause innocent think children briefly. In the right
6: because you know this,
3: these guys all these guys none of these guys want to stop killing
2: right well and this guy's former military right yeah. like so to some degree it'd be difficult to be military and not at least have like the the tacit understanding that there are some people you sometimes kill right right because yeah the military's sort of on that side of the fence right, right. like <laughs> they're not like they're not like yeah we're the navy but we're just gonna lob Pineapples, you know, like oh, I don't think that's what that giant gonna, gun on your airship is for. We're just gonna go ashore and hug people, right? Is we're that just, okay? We're or? S- what we're gonna do is just send our our, our sailors with venereal diseases yeah. to your shore. We're, gonna, we're just gonna we're gonna go on and and mediate conversation. Yeah, that's what we're, yeah. we're we're like a conflict resolution navy. Yeah. Um, also, With jets. Yeah, yeah. Right, like, yeah exactly. <laughs> We're like the conflict resolution aircraft carrier full of nuclear weapons. That's what we yeah. are. Right. When they have toiled and they
5: can't find any cure to HIV, and they come to the church, and you lay hands,
2: and they start walking, they will see power. They will all run to the house of God. For the Bible says, in the last days, all shall run. All shall run. They will run. They will come. Man, I have such good news for you, Cecil. What's that? Such good news, um, Pat Robertson. I mean, it's kind of a good news, bad news. Okay, it's good news, bad news. I guess I should say. D- does it matter? Do you matter? want the good news first well, or the bad well, news Well
3: Which first? one would you rather? I have. I'm gonna go with the bad news. Okay, bad okay? news first,
2: and then I'll and then I'll and then I'll soften the blow after the All fact. Right. right. So this is soften like, your blow. Yeah. yeah. So uh, my blow starts soft and finishes soft. The God, <laughs> bad news. Bad news. Bad news. i waiting. War is coming. War. war, it's on its way. Okay,
3: war is coming. It's bad.
2: It's one of the horse people of the apocalypse or whatever sure, like, yeah. It's coming. Yeah. It's on its way. Absolutely. Do not panic. I'm not, though. Pat Robertson's TV show okay. is going to be fine. I know. War. So when the barrel bombs are falling. That's not good news, though. That's bad. No, that's, yeah. I said, good news, bad news, right? Okay. Barrel bombs, bad. But just before your house falls upon you and destroys everyone you've ever loved, you'll be able to watch 700 Club.
3: I would actually think that the good news, bad news would be reversed. Re- reversed? <laughs> yeah,
2: like good news, we're at war. Bad news, no one's ever going to land a barrel bomb on his mug. On Pat Robertson. Yeah. Pat Robertson would survive. He's like, he's like the cockroach of televangelism, <laughs> right? Like an ICBM could hit him right in his fucking face and he'd, he'd just swallow it whole. He, he, oh. looks, like, he looks like elastic man <laughs> he looks- after, after he's been washed and dried. You know what he looks like? He looks like an elderly version of Stretch Armstrong. <laughs> that has been way stretched out,
3: <gasps> right. and he's, he doesn't return he doesn't, anymore. It's not, it's just, his arm's like, one arm's like six feet long. He's <laughs> <it's> so <laughs> gloopy, so floppy. floppy. It's like, like you left him on, the, on like the rear window of your car when he's you were a He's now Melt Armstrong, yeah. <laughs> you
2: know? You're just like, oh, it's fucking Disappointment Armstrong. He, is, he is Melt Armstrong. Let's listen to him. All right. He's
3: going to tell us how great it is. his network's going to prosper.
7: I might as well see it now. The the only real, uh, uh, well, I guess prophetic thing that I had to say was that uh, I I felt that the the word is clear in Isaiah that the uh, oil fields of Saudi Arabia are going to be set on fire. Mm. And um, I think that we're going to see, whether it's ISIS, whether it's al-Qaeda, or whether it's Iran, or whether it's... uh,
3: just keep naming them. It's just eagles. keep naming them whatever it is. Yeah, could fucking be. badgers? Sure, could be. Marmosets? <laughs> yeah, whatever. But, uh, Jellyfish? <laughs> just you know, whatever it is. <laughs> small, small leaves.
2: <laughs> it a, could be who a, knows. A, A piece of quartz. (laughs) It's just anything. We're just naming. (laughs) We're just fucking naming things. The toothbrush I threw away this morning. Anything could start it. Pretty much anything. It's a little known fact that the oil fields of Saudi Arabia will instantly combust when they come into contact with anything else at all, especially ISIS. Yes. Yeah. Keep away from ISIS. ISIS that wants to sell oil. Yeah. No, they want to burn burn it first. They want to burn it. uh, That's actually uh, it's reusable once you burn it. No, that's not energy. Can't be destroyed, buddy. Yeah, right. (laughs) Uh, Matter can't be created or destroyed. So,
7: like Deepak Chopra and quantum. So you can go ahead and burn it. A rain down of uh, well, it wouldn't have to be nuclear. Just regular bombs could. uh, The rusted oil fields are so exposed. The uh, refineries are so exposed. Those huge oil fields are so exposed, the pipelines are so exposed.
2: You're not exposed when you're just in the middle of a fucking godforsaken desert. Yeah, when you're protected yeah. by America. Yeah. Right? <laughs> let's be let's be fucking blunt here. We use Saudi... We protect Saudi Arabia. The United States has a fucking incestuous relationship with the Saudi family. We protect Saudi Arabia because we want access to that oil. Nobody's going to attack Saudi Arabia now or tomorrow or ever. And it's also in the middle of a fucking nothing desert. It's a fucking garbage land. It's worse than garbage. If it didn't have fucking crushed liquid dinosaurs that we want to set on fire later <laughs> underneath it, it would be fucking the moon. It would be so right. fucking no valueless. One would,
3: no one would ever, ever, ever go
2: there. Nobody. Except
3: there happens to
2: be oil, right? Yeah, it's fucking garbage land. It's like Canada. Yeah, <laughs> it's not that bad. No, it's it's Toledo. Yeah,
7: <laughs> and and now suddenly I come back. Come back from what? The dead?
2: Yeah, he came back. He just he dies every year around the same time. It just, he just pops right back up. They just right
7: around right around October he goes it down. It
2: starts, starts to decline, yeah. but they just defibrillate him for
7: like forty eight straight hours, <laughs> and the headline. Is that Saudi and uh, mm-hmm. Saudis, uh, you know, executed a Shia clergyman uh, who really wasn't all that radical, and they killed him. And the uh, Shias around the world are going ballistic. So the Saudis and the Shias break relations. The Bahrainis and the Saudis break relations. The Emirates are breaking relations with uh, Iran. And as sure as we're alive, the uh, oil fields in Saudi Arabia are going to be set on fire. Watch what happens. It'll be so easy to do it, and it will be done. And when that happens, the price of oil—150 dollars a barrel, 200—I don't know how much—it's going to really go through the roof.
0: Which is exactly what Russia would like to see. Russia happen. would love it.
7: So the Saudis have been so selfish; they have been uh, so uh, atavistic if I can use that term. And they've hurt the Iranians, they've hurt the Russians, they've they've bankrupted Venezuela, and they are bankrupting dozens of the oil producers here in America. And the the revenge is coming quickly to them, and they're so vulnerable. If you just see those things, they're just out there on the surface. Where else
2: would you put your oil fields other than on the surface? What, are you going to bury your oil field? Are you going to put your fucking pumps underground? Are you going to put your refineries underground? Yeah, they're on the surface. That's where you put buildings. On the surface of the earth. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. They're just right there on the surface. Like, for anybody, like what, are you going to put them under a dome? Like, are you kidding He's me? Gonna, you're going to build a castle around. Right? Like, yeah. on, they don't even have any siege walls. Back in my day, when we were sieging castles, I remember when Richard the Lionheart... <laughs> yeah, look, you're a million years old, man. You're a fucking million years old. <laughs> It'd be so easy if, if somebody just yeah, right. set them it'd be so easy to fucking invade Saudi Arabia and set the fucking oil fields on fire. You think that would be fucking easy? Yeah.
3: It'd be as easy as it, as easy as invading Kuwait. <laughs>
2: right? Yeah. Give it a whirl. Yeah. The earth would be like, oh, we kind of need the oil, so exactly. <laughs> right? <laughs> um there's a lot there in
3: there. Yeah. Right.
2: Uh, totally worth some young boys dying for. It's the reason we don't care when Saudi Arabia commits evil acts, exactly, right? We don't give a shit. Saudi Arabia, we yeah. talked about this on the show a million fucking, times. And then they could come over
3: here and they could, fuck, we'll, we'll line up children for them to rape. Right, we'll just we'll be, be like, like, whatever, it's here's, all good. Here's top
2: 12 we got We, we got uh, some Look, oil. 19 hijackers. boo-boo over here. <laughs> Dude, 19 of the, like, I fucking like 18 or 19 of the fucking hijackers from from the 9-11 attack were from fucking Saudi Arabia. We invaded a different country instead. Yeah. We were like, oh, that's bad. Anyway... Don't do it again, Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Let's go invade Afghanistan. It's right. ridiculous. We'll let them do anything. They fucking behead whoever they want. We don't give a fuck. So this story also comes from Right Wing Watch. Um, hey, you know what's interesting? People still go to Pat Robertson for advice, even huh. though his advice seems to be uniformly immoral and terrible i wonder how badly he's gonna
3: fuck this one up let's let's listen to him
0: this first one is from jonathan pat who says i got involved with hookers the day i turned 18
2: (laughs) that's gonna be great you know any story that starts with anyway super christian funny pat robertson hey there i got involved with hookers (laughs) fucking amazing amazing
0: because my mother sexually assaulted me when i was younger my father was not at fault for this because he was at work providing for his family during the abuse should i call the police and have my mother charged now that i can speak up or do i turn the other cheek what the
3: hold on a second. He starts it out with, I've got involved with hookers because my mom was sexually assaulted me. Like, right. that's... No, that's how you do it. That's, why even mention the
2: hookers?
7: Because... Like,
3: hey, the thing is, like, fucking with the hookers came in, like, what, what are we doing?
2: If you're... If you're... And I don't even know what involved with hookers is. Like, I don't want to get involved with a hooker. <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> well... I don't know. It's, there's a level of involvement. I don't I know that I'd say yeah. we're involved. Yeah. You know, it's like, if somebody comes over to meet your hooker friend, mm. they are like, are you guys, like, involved? No, we're keeping it cash. Yeah. It's, uh... <laughs> we're just... She's just, you know. I mean, I'm not. We're not like, we're not real serious about this. You know, she she just, she is
3: wearing my leather jacket though. She's my lady of the night, and it's me.
2: Right, what am I?
3: She's got my varsity
2: jacket on. She's gonna take a bath in my bathtub a little later, and then I'm gonna call her Julia Roberts with a fucking giant horse face. and then george is gonna try to rape her
1: it'll be amazing Oh, god. oh my
0: god! it'll be amazing time it's oh. gonna be fun in case you're wondering my father's now dead yeah fucker <laughs> i love this letter so much this is the greatest letter, this Who letter wrote this? i want to listen to the whole
2: letter again let's just start it from the beginning what other details and my dog has fucking got <laughs> dog aids <laughs> just like we're just we're just we're just saying sad my dad's stuff dead now too Fucker. All
0: right, so here we
3: go. The whole letter again.
0: This first one is from Jonathan Pat who says I got involved with hookers the day I turned. I love the way she pronounces it.
2: Hookers. Hookers. She's like we're hookers. We're hookers. We're hookers. I got involved with prostitutes! <laughs> like we're just we're just making weird sounds. I was
0: <laughs> 18 because my mother sexually assaulted me when I was I like younger. that he waited
2: till he was of age.
3: Though. Oh yeah, no, you yeah, know? you don't want it. Don't look, if you're gonna if you're gonna get a hooker, you don't want to break the law. Well,
0: I mean- you know what <laughs> I mean? Like, like, like,
2: it's
3: like it's like you're waiting outside the whorehouse for a bum to buy a hooker for you. you it's like a- waiting till 21 to smoke a joint. You, gi- like- you give a homeless man
2: five extra bucks to buy you a hooker, he comes out. He's, a got like, in a bag. he's got like two hookers. She's <laughs> like, you don't have to put me in the bag. I'm a human being. It's like, shut up. You're a hooker. I'm, I'm not of
0: age. My father was not at fault for this because he was at work providing for his family during the abuse. Should I call the police and have my mother charged now that I can speak up? Or do I turn the other cheek? In case you're wondering, my father's now dead. But I never had the courage to tell him what happened to me until I was in my late 20s. Well when did this happen?
2: There's, isn't there a statute of limitations on this anyway? Isn't this kind of an irrelevant I don't know this, well, but I hope so. I, I mean <laughs> You're the worst person I've ever known. You're a monster. That's amazing. Oh, God, I'm counting on it. <laughs> it's in the calendar i'm just saying <laughs> i have like a google notification for the it's day like, it's like you're looking at it's like, like, like your buddy looks at your calendar is like why does it say all clear on the, on the <laughs> why of, why or, is
3: there or, a countdown mean? for six yeah, years well, on here what is that weird <laughs> let's hear what pat has to say though because I'm, I'm, sure I'm sure it's sage advice Be like look wise if you're gonna go for the hookers Make sure you beat your nose up there first to Just, smell it. You gotta
7: smell it. Oh God, it
2: first. Oh.
7: Jonathan, I think the thing to do is let that thing rest. What what thing rest? <laughs> I would let it rest
3: too.
2: Sounds like he needs to. He already saw the hooker. He's fucking exhausted from being inside You're all like, that. Yeah, hooker. I gotta, yeah, I
3: gotta. Yeah, gotta let it rest. But it's only a couple minutes because I'm still in my 20s. Right? So it's fine. Know, I'll be okay. fine in a few minutes. Stiff
7: breeze. You know what yeah. I mean? I have Good grief! Your mother assaulted you. It's it's hard to believe. Mm. That's terrible.
2: So here this guy comes to you fucking heart and hand is like, terrible things have happened to me. Please give me advice. I probably just don't believe you. Oh, all right. Are you
0: sure you didn't deserve it? (laughs)
7: Well, it happens.
0: It happens.
7: Well, it's so rare. But in any event, she's your mother. I mean, you've got to love her. Well, he already did. She loved him. A little more than you should, a little, probably. That's a little yeah. bad touch hug. Yeah, that's that's
2: a, no good. That's a, they don't let you do that one anymore. Nor ever, <laughs> actually, in almost any place but Amish communities.
7: <laughs> uh, I pray that she might find the Lord, and, and God will forgive her for that, and you should forgive her too. But are you going to charge her and ask her to be put in jail now that you're in your late 20s? Of course not.
2: No, we wouldn't want criminals in jail. We wouldn't. We wouldn't want child abusers in jail because then God won't forgive you if you're in jail. He can't get through the concrete and the bars. That's how God. God I'm doesn't thwarted by
3: anything rigid. I'm just whatever is rigid. I'm okay with things that are sloppy and that. Kind of a little loose. No, you know. Yeah. That's why I like my old coon dog. <laughs> He's a little sloppy and loose. That's why he
2: likes Pat Robertson's That's face. I love Pat Robertson's cheeks. <laughs> Jowly. Huge fan of his cheeks. He's got a fucking vagina on his face. <laughs> <laughs> I do how dismissive
3: he is on that whole thing. We just like, just eh. Uh, you, you know, can't. here's the thing. I've had people in my life do things that were much, much less than rape me. Sure, right. right. And I didn't forgive them. Sure. Right. Who are you to tell someone to forgive someone like you make your own decisions? First off, I don't understand why anybody sends a message to Pat anyway. What did you want to know? Yeah. Like, should you call the cops? Is that what you wanted to know? Should I you know, I don't know. Should I call the cops on my mom? Um, Well,
2: okay. You know, I personally I would say, yeah, if you feel like you want to call the cops on your fucking rapey mother. Yes. Like if, if your mother is a child abuser. Then, you know, the thing is too, like, if your mom's a child abuser and then you're just like, well, anyway, forgive and forget. Like, who's to say she's not abusing some other kid exactly, or your grandkids right? or whatever? Yeah. Like, and this idea that like women can't be sexual abusers, it's just, it's just statistically inaccurate. Women can be sexual abusers. They are sexual abusers sometimes. It's just, it's fucking. It's terrible advice. It's, it's. just like. I don't fucking believe you. And even if she did, she's your mom. You gotta love her. Ah, go over there on Mother's Day. Bring her some flowers. Give her a big hug. Let her kind of cup your balls a little. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know. She <laughs> <you> just <laughs> wants to a... grab them. She made them. Hey, right. They're her. They're basically her, they're,
3: her balls. They're pretty much her. They're her balls. They're her she hers. She owns your balls. Yeah.
2: Just, go ahead. You gotta let her let have her, the balls. You gotta let her grab Fine. them once in they're, a while. You know, if she wants to maybe Put them in her mouth a little, rub oh, them a little. It's fine. God. It's mom. It's mom. Oh, don't. She made you chicken and dumplings. Look, you know what I mean. Don't make this weird. <laughs> don't make this weird. <laughs> look, you don't want to have an awkward holiday. So just fuck your mother yeah, and look, you know go God. move on. So fucking gnarly, man.
5: You see, there are demons in the earth. Read Matthew Mark's Gospel chapter five. There are demons all over where and Jesus cast out demons when he walked the earth.
3: Holy shit. This is awesome. That this guy's is from- face. Has that guy's face been photoshopped?
2: <laughs> His face? He looks <laughs> He looks like he's gonna break it half. He looks like a demon. <clears throat> His smile and his eyes are so unbelievably extreme. To give you an idea, it looks like his head is trying to – looks like the front of his head is desperately trying to attack the back wall. It's trying to leap off of his face and attack something you know behind he him. what looks like? Have you ever seen the movie <laughs> Leprechaun? It does look like <laughs> Leprechaun. It does look like Leprechaun. This is great. This is from Bipartisan Report. Televangelists say they need private jets because demons fly commercial. Of course they do. All right, let's listen to this. This is they fucking sure do fly Southwest. I'll is, tell you that.
5: <laughs> but first, before I read the scripture, Amos chapter six. Brother Copeland and I was flying home from a meeting, and I had come out of a glorious meeting. I had just been me and Creflo Dollar were preaching. Creflo
2: Dollar, that's the guy who wants like a gold plated America or whatever yeah. <laughs> he wants, like right. <laughs> that's <laughs> a guy I, that wants like a diamond I, I'm submarine
3: trying to, i'm whatever. trying to i'm trying to save up for a gold plate in america if everyone in my congregation gave one million <laughs> dollars
2: i could get in a america. gold
3: plate in america
2: and he's the guy that wanted the sure, the $63 million yeah, jet, right? Exactly, like the, yeah. Like the submarine made of want, dono he, birds he, he or whatever. Wanted, <laughs> he wanted a leaf blower that
3: instead of blowing just air, it blows money. He just shoots money out of it all the time. It's like a fucking party. He just like holds it up in the air. He goes to a strip club, makes it rain on everybody.
5: Had a glorious meeting. So I was, for lack of a better way to say it, I was spiritually high. People were saved, touched, and blessed.
2: Also, I had done a lot of cocaine. Also,
3: they had given us a lot of
5: money.
2: (laughs) Right? I was spiritually high. Also,
5: I was super fucked up. I'll tell you that. (laughs) Creflo Dollar can party. got in the plane that God so graciously gave us. We're flying home. As I was going home, the Lord real quickly He said, "Jesse, do you like your plane?" Jesse, do you like your plane? Because if you don't, I'll get you a
2: different plane. I love you, Jesse. I love you so would you, much. Would you like a gold-plated plane? I can, I can put, I can put prostitutes in it. I'm just saying, I, right, you know, <laughs> and then maybe I could come on your plane. <laughs> now, you know, I thought that's an odd statement He gave. I said,
5: oh, "Well, certainly, Lord." He said, "Do you really like it?" And I thought, "Well, yes, Lord." He said. Then he said this. So that's it? I didn't know how to handle that. But I, mean, I went, what? He said, You're gonna let your fate stagnate? And when he said that, that shocked me. I went, whoa, wait,
3: hold on a second. Are he's, you having full on conversation? actually having forth? a full on conversation with God? I mean, people don't think that this guy's crazy. He's he's having a whole
2: dialogue here where he's like, and he doesn't even he's talking to himself in his head and he doesn't even understand what he's saying. That's amazing. He's when like and God said, fucking that didn't happen. Even didn't when I was happen. a believer, I never thought that I spoke to God. I never thought. Well, I think people think they speak too, but not no, but back like, and forth. Uh, yeah, what? there's like, no back and forth, right? It's not like a dialogue. That's even, what I mean. Yeah. It's like, yeah, there's no there's no dialogue. I, and I've heard people think like, well, God speaks to me. And then, they, you know, what they really mean is they get like a fucking big, warm fuzzy. Sure, right? yeah. Like, Like they got a hard yeah. on they weren't expecting, right? That's huh. all it was. You're like, huh,
3: I'll take it. I was going you know? to sleep with that girl, and then I started getting this jock itch, and then I didn't. Wow. And That's then I amazing. found out. And that's and that's how you know Jesus loves children. Oh no. God,
5: <laughs> Jesus fucking hit play. I literally unbuckled my seatbelt, my plane. I stood up. My pilots looked. and said, "Do you need some?" I said, "No, no, I'm talking to God right now." And then they said,
2: "Just push him out the airlock." Right. Then they said, "Fucking at least his checks cashed." <laughs> this crazy fucker. <laughs> that's what the pilots really think. The pilots are like this yeah, is a fucking. This duck. guy's a little really. Fucking give us the money, stupid. <laughs> And he went back to fly. I said, because that's his job. He, if he doesn't fly, he dies too. So, you know, that's anyway. Anyway, that's not it. That's kind of what he asked. that's just, do, That's his yeah. thing. Lord, I don't
5: think I was letting my faith stagnate. He said, so this is all I could ever do. I said, you want, you, you're trying to tell me something. He said, go to the book
3: of Amos. Book of Anus. The, hey, that's all right,
2: a, I'm listening. This is a great book. I you
3: like got this got my book. attention. Yeah. In yeah. order to read it, though you've really got to lubricate your brain. There's a lot you know of nerve I mean? endings
2: in that yeah. book. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying, it's, it's never been my cup of tea, but I'm sure. willing to play. It's a, it's a hard book to
3: open. Right. It, <laughs>
2: it just got to take just time. A,
3: it's it's just, just a hard book to open. Just work slow.
2: Work slow, <laughs> work be patient. Slow. Be diligent right? in your efforts. A, yeah. <laughs> don't give
3: up. Don't let it stagnate. Because the treasure lies on the other side.
5: <laughs> so if you had the book of Amos, I want to read let, the scripture. May I interrupt right you there yes, for sir. a second? Mm-hmm. You couldn't have done that on an airliner. No, sir. No way. That's
2: because God started the conversation with, do you like your airplane? Right. Why would he do that if you're on a commercial airliner? Do you like the airplane that
3: you paid $300 to rent
2: briefly? (laughs) This this tiny little cubicle? Because the answer is and when you're flying commercial, the answer is never yes. I like this airplane. Nobody likes being on a commercial airline. It's the worst thing ever always. It's (laughs) never fun for one minute no matter how old you are. It's fucking sheer unadulterated misery you put up with because it goes 600 miles an hour.
8: Stand up and say, what would you say, Lord? No. Okay, no, yeah. And the guy sitting over there saying, what the hell does he think he's doing? <laughs> you can't do you that. You can't do that. No, no. This, this is so important. And those of you that are, that are just now coming into these things, um, in in the first place, Jesse and, and 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 I and and others, Keith Moore and Creflo and all of us, they, the world is in such a shape. We can't get there without this. That's right. We've got to have this. We would have the mess that the airlines are in today. I would have to stop. I'm being very conservative. At least 75 to 80, more like 90% of what Mm -hmm. we're doing, because
2: you can't get there from here. It's impossible. What's impossible? I don't understand what he's even talking Why about. Why can't he get to the place he needs to get if like, they had a fly commercial? Like fucking, you can just fly to a hub from where you're at and go anywhere. What, what, does he have a magic airplane that can land in special places? Like, well, we couldn't do, like, 90% of the stuff we're doing. You fucking never do anything ever. All you do is fly places and fucking yammer at people. You could do that shit on Skype. What, are you fucking kidding me? What? What? What do What are we supposed to, what are we led to believe that you're like, oh, I had to fly over to you so I could read an old book. What is the old book going to change if you don't get here in time? Well, if a pastor doesn't get here, I won't be able to read yeah, the well, Bible. Well, yeah, I mean, Jesus would be the same thing as if you would just recorded your voice. Right? You know, it's the same fucking thing. You know, it turns out recording voices works 100% of the time.
8: <laughs> so we, we ha- and and this was such a good illustration. I just, the, the Lord impressed me. That's why we're on that airplane. We can talk to God. Glory to God. It's it's, when I was flying for Oral Roberts, the uh, brother Deweese, my my Mm -hmm. boss on the airplane, he said, "Now Kenneth, this is sanctuary. It protects the anointing on on, uh, uh, brother Brother Roberts. Roberts." And he said, "You keep your mouth shut. Don't talk to him unless he talks." Because when he's on a meeting, he doesn't talk to anybody but God. Now, Oral used to fly airlines. Right. But even back Mm -hmm. there then, man, Mm -hmm. it it got to the place where it was agitating his spirit. People coming up to him. He had become famous, and they wanted him to pray
2: for him and all that. People were bothering him too much. He was too famous. Mm -hmm. And when he flew around commercial and regular places people were like, hey, we fucking love you because you're a fucking televangelist and no, you basically no. made yourself famous. No,
3: they loved him because his name was Oral.
2: That's why. <laughs> and they came out to him and they're like, hey, buddy, you're hey, going to deliver? Your, your name is what my wife won't <laughs> So, uh, Also, do you have a cousin anal and maybe a sister threesome?
3: <laughs> Call your step-sister sister, internal cum shot. Okay. <laughs> This is my, Her license always gets last when right? she pulls
2: that out. You this know. Is my, this is she my, gets carded. This is my it's family.
3: Like, oh, my name's Doris Internal Cumshot. <laughs>
2: That's a weird <laughs> name, Doris. Anyway. I haven't um, heard Doris as a name in a long time. Gonna, it's, very right? strange. it's a fucking ye olde name. <laughs> anyway, Mrs. Internal Cumshot, I'm going to have to haul you in for uh, extensive questioning.
4: <laughs> Podcasters. They live in squalor destitute and disenfranchised, eking out an existence as best they can in such desolate places as Chicago. In pairs, but otherwise alone, they suffer from hunger and thirst, barely making it day to day on store brand chicken wings and weak domestic beer. you can help for just a few dollars a podcast pennies a day you can give them the restaurant style chicken wings and imported beer that they so desperately need for less than the price of a cup of coffee you can make a difference in their lives allowing them the opportunity to rant unfettered as nature intended please go to patreon.com backslash Say, make a pledge and help these poor, innocent creatures lead a life worth living.
2: So this story comes from the friendly atheist blog over at Atheos. Jehovah's Witnesses publication explains how to shun family members. Well, it's nice that there's a. It's nice that there's some guidelines. Cecil, let me go ahead and read this. Um, this is from the February 2016 edition of the Watchtower, which is a. Uh, publication by the Jehovah's Witnesses for terrible people. It says uh, a conflict of loyalties may arise when a close rel- relative is disfellowshipped. For example, dis-fellowshipped. disfellowshipped. That's like Boromir
3: got disfellowshipped.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Boromir! <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and for the disfellowship <laughs> of the ring. God damn it.
3: Shit. And so did like Dumbledore when he
2: fought the. He was never disfellowshipped. When he, Everyone when, always when loved Dumbledore. The, when he fought the Balrog or whatever. Stop. Everybody nev- loves Dumbledore 100% of the time. You're thinking of Gandalf. And he's fine. <laughs> hey, i thinking
7: of Gandalf.
2: <laughs> he was fine. Thought, <laughs> and was he was thinking, fine. He fought the Balrog. Was, he was never disfellowshipped. He became Gandalf the White. Oh, okay. You don't know your movies. It's because he... Well, he should came became Gandalf the Yellow when he pissed
3: himself <laughs> there. <laughs> uh, uh, so,
4: so anyway,
2: a, disfellowship. Yeah, a conflict of loyalties yeah. may arise when a close relative is disfellowship because you should never do that. For example, well, a sister. I don't know. What disfellowship a close relative? I've, I mean, I've disfellowshipped a close oh, relative. Yeah, again, we go back to this <laughs> the theme called "You're a monster." Yeah, I've done the same thing. Uh, <laughs> uh, but. I, <laughs> The thing
3: is is like like I understand that, you know, when you talk about this stuff, yeah. that the reason why they're doing it is just is crazy. You know, right. yeah. they're not doing it for any reason, like, oh, that guy, you know, my, my brother-in-law, you know, diddled my kid or something, sure. so I right. fucking never see him again or whatever. Yeah. Instead, it's just what like what yeah. kind of offense
2: is Yeah, well, like, so they're Jehovah's Witnesses. So it could be like they're, you know, I'm not a Jehovah's Witness. Right. Or, you know, a birthday. I liked a birthday. <laughs> Somebody said Merry Christmas, and I was like, totes! You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> so that you, of course, and have to they, immediately yeah. shun that person for yeah. life, because... you got to kick them out of the shire. Otherwise... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for example, a sister named Anne received a telephone call from her disfellowshipped mother. The mother wanted to visit Anne, because she felt pained by her isolation from the family. Anne was deeply distressed by the plea, and promised to reply by letter. Before writing, she reviewed Bible principles... 1 Corinthians, Second John, who cares? Anne wrote and kindly, kindly, kindly is the best word. It's the fucking best adverb ever here. Anne wrote and kindly reminded her mother that she had cut herself off from her family by her wrongdoing and unrepentant attitude. The only way you can relieve your pain is by returning to Jehovah, you bitch, Anne wrote. <laughs> <laughs> I may have editorialized a little. I think you
3: added a little something to that. I don't, I don't think that hmm. was... Yeah,
2: yeah, that's the worst. I, You know,
3: the thing is, is like for minor offenses, never speaking to a
2: family member seems excessive. It does seem right, super excessive. But uh, it's like a mandatory minimum, right? <laughs> it's like it a is. mandatory minimum sentence. It's like, okay, well, what'd you do? Uh, yeah, I'm not the same religion. Okay, let me just go ahead and check the book. Um, yeah, it's a disfellowshipping. That's what that is. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to just make it like forgive and forget or live and let live but no we're gonna go full disfellowship on that one so fuck off mom <laughs> mom you're like checking things off the list as you're working yeah. it down you're like i
3: forgive check that off you're not gonna do that no that's live not. And let live no i no, are not gonna no, do no, that no. one i'm a little miffed <laughs> talk it, right? that one off. we'll talk yeah. it out yeah, yeah. yeah. no no yeah. don't talk to me for a month no that one's yeah. gone right yeah
2: don't talk to me forever and yeah. ever and ever yeah. you can't play with my kids unsupervised no that's not even an option it's just like <laughs> god uh-uh. nope 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 it's you're just fucking yeah. disfellow. it's like it's like the fucking simpsons I'm it's like you know like
3: paddling the school canoe i'm not a little to play with any kids <laughs> that's anyway. a good thing that's a like court order
6: <laughs> oh shit
1: <laughs> Mine eyes have seen the glory hole whilst coming with the Lord And he's rubbing out a vintage since his girth is quite engorged He hath loosed his seed an immaculate stream from his terrible stiff sword His truth
8: is just BS Glory, 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 ho! Glory, 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 hope Glory
2: So this story comes from alternate.org. Uh, Family Values Republican. Men should be allowed to grab breastfeeding women's nipples in public. And I, I when I read that, I thought, like, maybe maybe you shouldn't grab them even, even privately. You know what I mean? Like, no matter where you're at, public, private, you know, I'm not sure the venue really matters. If a woman's breastfeeding probably not the best time to be grabbing at her nipples just i mean i was throwing this around unless you want some in your
3: coffee maybe right? you <laughs> know
2: like, what i mean like you just cream. i just a little. some creamer <laughs> just like, here it's you go fine you know what let me get one from the left and one from the right it's half and half oh no oh god that's how it works i'm sure yeah yeah no i'm wait I'm not really sure. <laughs> so women's breasts, the cream
3: rises to the top, so they get really perky? That's then? it. Is that mm, what...
2: Not my... No. In mm, your experience, I no. And you know, I'm just going to go ahead and pass on that okay. one. I'm going to go ahead and give that a pass. We're going to pass. New Hampshire State Representative Josh Moore, he deleted the comment, but unaware of how the internet works. Oh, the internet. Oh, uh, it's still there, motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it ain't going anywhere. So let me tell you what this fucking pig of a human being actually said uh, on his facebook post i guess he was getting into it a little bit um with probably decent people um who don't think that we should grab at women's breasts because they're feeding children he said who doesn't support a mother's right to feed don't give me the liberal talking points amanda if it's a woman's natural inclination to pull her nipple out in public and you support that then you should have no problem with a man's inclination to stare at it and grab it after all it's all relative and natural right well here's the thing It is not every man's inclination to just paw at women. Just because you see a boob. That's when, not how
3: I... Whenever I see a woman in yoga pants, I just walk up and plug her up like a bowling ball. I'm <laughs> just, just, just <laughs> like, you know what? Here we go. <laughs> Sorry. If I can see camel toe, I'm putting something it's in it. there. That's it. Just, I'll, just, I'll, I'll take my pen out and be like... La, 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 la. Every time I'm attracted Whatever to somebody, it is. I'm just like, well, yeah. I'm
2: inclined to do something. I just, yeah. I just fucking masturbate
3: in public. I don't care. Yeah, I mean, Nobody I, does this. I'll ejaculate <laughs> on them if I can see any kind of curvature
2: at all of their body. If, if I can spell woman yeah <laughs> i'm fucking i'm already there it's fucking halfway to, i mean look it's not it he just sort of assumes it like well if i see a nipple a fucking breastfeeding woman's nipple is not a sexualized thing no it's not sexualized no. Oh, no, at no, all no, no. it's no. just she's feeding a kid yeah like if you're turned on by that you're fucking real weird man like i know we said in the last episode that like well you know i mean your kink is your kink and all that No, no no some <laughs> shit some shit is off the table it's just fucking off the table. If a woman's fucking breastfeeding her kid, you're like, oh man, I can't wait for the kid to pop off that boob so I can pop right on there and be like, you need some help with that because that's fucking so weird. Super weird. <laughs> that's not right, man. That's fucking not right. <laughs> fucking time and a place. That ain't your time and place. <laughs> oh God, no. <laughs> So, what a fucking pig monster! Uh, what a horrible fucking person! Well, and I'm not saying that like if your wife is lactated that you can't find her breasts attractive. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying like if she is actively nursing a child, <laughs> that's not the time that I could even remotely imagine being like, look at that booby out. You knock there, the kid off there like right they're dumping <laughs> her books. You're just like, bunk fuck off of there, kid. What's up? What's up, kid? You ain't got no game <laughs> here. <laughs>
8: Contrary to popular opinion, God is not against sex. It was his idea in the first
2: place. So this story comes from the raw story. The ACLU is suing a Catholic hospital for refusing to perform intrinsically immoral tubal ligation. Um, The American Civil Liberties Union sued a California Catholic hospital chain for allegedly refusing uh, a request for a tubal ligation following the birth of a third child. So uh, that's terrible. Um, Hospitals should just fucking do what the patient wants, right? Like if it's a medically reasonable procedure, but they won't do it because they're Catholics. And And this keeps coming up. I see these stories constantly. Yeah,
3: it does. And they they're going to make these people travel a good distance, like 150 miles or something, to get to to get to a place that can do it. And it's just it's ludicrous. Uh, You know, they also wouldn't do a vasectomy. Yeah, you know, like well, a fucking vasectomy, really? Right.
2: But it's even worse than that, Cecil, because one of the best times, if you're a woman and you have had a C-section, they've already got you opened up, right? Sure. So they may as well go ahead and perform the tubal ligation while you're opened up. We talked to our physician about this when we had our second kid, that if it went to a vasect or it went to a C-section, that we're just going to go ahead and do a tubal ligation at the same time, um, to, so there wouldn't be any more pregnancy after that otherwise you have to go in and run the risk of yet another surgical procedure, right? So it's not just the inconvenience factor. It's the cost and the potential dangers of a second surgical procedure. It's totally unnecessary. And it's, it's not the case. It's like, well, it's a Catholic hospital, so they can just go ahead and, you know, make all the rules and do whatever they want. Like there's gotta be some, they're performing a public good. They're performing a public service. And sometimes they're the only game in town. And it, it strikes me that when you're the only game in town and you're, in the medical field, that maybe you kind of can't. It's not. It's not like you're a private business. Do you know what I mean? It's not like sure. you're not like a private sure. business where you're like, well, you know, I don't want to bake that cake or whatever. And we've had this conversation, but you know, there are some times where that's just grossly and horrifyingly inappropriate. And there's a lot of places where all the, like all of the hospitals around are Catholic hospitals. So where are you supposed to go to get medical procedures done that the Catholics don't like for you? Why are they making my medical decisions? Yeah, and and especially if you're not Catholic, right? Mm -hmm. I could even see if like
3: let's say you're Catholic and that like you're using this hospital because you're Catholic or something and that's that's why you're using. You know, maybe then and even then it's like, well, you know. Some people are soft Catholics and some people are, you know, harder Catholics, et cetera. And the priests are very hard Catholics. And, you know, so the you, priests are hard when the boys are It around. just depends on who's right. in the room. Hey. You know hmm. what I mean? Hey. And whether where their hand is, <laughs> is it in their robe? You don't know. But the thing is, is like, there's some that are, you know. There's a hard and a soft Catholic, and you know what if there's what if you're just a soft? We're well, just like yeah, I just go to fucking church once in a while. I don't, right. I don't care. I want to get a vasectomy. I don't want to impregnate my
2: wife anymore. Yeah, I have a vasectomy. I'd like to get another one. Yeah, you know, first go around with just get one once a just, week. You know, oh. uh, actually no, that sounds oh. that sounds super that terrible, was super unpleasant. The first time, I hated time. that. It was unpleasant. Yeah, for a long time, I hated it. No, I think I'm over it now, but I hated it for quite I, a long I really time. Really hated yeah, it. As I had well. to pause for a minute and think yeah. about whether I'm over it. It sucked. I,
3: I remember the first week uh, after I got my vasectomy, I, uh, I walked to work, right? So I, it's a mile walk to work. And uh, I got my vasectomy, was home a week, and then uh, I walked into work, and I walk in, and I'm walking all weird. Sure. And my, my boss is like, what the hell is wrong with you? And I said, well, I just got a vasectomy. They're like, you came to work? And I'm like, well, I got it last week. They're like, go home. You know what I mean? Like, just go home. Just go
2: home. You can't even stand up. Nobody wants to know. That you have nuts. That's yeah. really what they. I were think saying. that's what it is. Right. Yeah. yeah. They're like, I like to think of you as asexual, right? <laughs>
3: because <laughs> anything else makes me want to throw up.
2: Yeah. Right. Yeah. I feel that way. Yeah. That's how I feel about you. Yeah. You know. Sure. Yeah. That's how I feel about me. Well, I had to do. I got my vasectomy. Swell up like a fucking pair of balloons in there. It was like fucking well. Too, well, it was like two, two tiny, tiny little cum yeah. But still, you know. I was, like, I was like, wait three. a minute. I was like, three Not times. So kumquats,
4: yeah. <laughs> actually. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and I had to do ride-alongs. I had to do like two or three days later, I had to do ride-alongs with a sales rep. And so I was like in and out of a car all day. And it was like, oh, oh my God! Oh. I just wanted to die the whole time. I'm like, if somebody could just shoot me dead right here. It would be fucking amazing because this is the worst thing. I've, like, do we have to do any ride-alongs and say the West Side of Chicago right. during can, a can, gang fight? Can, is there a possibility? Can like a fucking eye beam from a crane just fall on me?
4: Hole in extremely long black cock.
2: This story is from the raw story. Uh, Ted Cruz says he can win the Republican primary race for the White House. He tells his volunteers to strap on the full armor of God so he can win the GOP primary in three months. Um, so I, I look at Ted Cruz, and I think that is a man who clearly loves a strap on. I've suspected it for some time, and it's nice that he verified it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
3: I mean, I look at the guy and I think... I, I set you up for a strip mean, joke. I, I don't know what you want I from me. I look at this guy and I think this is the kind of guy who... He comes home from a long day of work mm-hmm. and then he gets chained up and his wife pegs him.
2: Right. That's, that's what I think when I see Ted Cruz. She that's fucking a, reaches around, grabs that power tie of his, fucking yells into his ear like... Who's the president now? Who's the president now? <laughs> fucking rails out. The fucking strap-on of Jesus or whatever he says. Strap on the full strap armor of God. Strap on the
3: full armor of God. What are you kidding me? And the 20-inch dildo that's, <laughs> that's Hillbilly's God probably probably does have a big cock, though. No, when I think about it, he's probably got one of those, like, mutant cocks that you're like, are you sure you weren't black? Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like one of those big, like, where you're just like, well, wow. white. It looks white. That's. I mean, it's, like, dark, but it's but, not... It's not so dark where you automatically think it's a bbc you're
2: just like (laughs) like, oh you know the only way ted cruz wins is if somebody fucking straps on and powers him with god anyway like there is no like unless he's asking these people to be like prayer warriors for him to like maybe not be third place and and that's the thing like this guy couldn't win if god fucked him you know what i mean (laughs) Like this guy, this guy Someone couldn't, already say God already fucked up. This guy couldn't win the fucking primary if he was fucking anally cream pied by <laughs> Jesus. It's like, it's like you can fill him with the fucking Holy Spirit up until it's fucking spilling out his fucking mouth. The, I
3: don't know, though. I mean, you know, Ted Cruz, he's the one, though, I think that everybody is picking that isn't Trump. Right. Isn't he like the second runner or is, even is that other guy that fucking Rubio? No, the the surgeon what is his name carson carson is he number two now or no let's
2: look gop carson's at nine rubio's at 11 Cruz is at 20 trump's at 35 35 35 he's fuck he's fucking him if trump's, someone's, trump's got the strap I on i was gonna say yeah. if someone's fucking taking a strap on to fucking ted cruz it's fucking donald trump oh that's a fucking horrifying thing to think about. Caliente. <laughs> no, no, stop me. In. Ay, ay, ay! Oh,
3: the best part is though, is if he if he did put the strap on on his head, he could he could he could do the comb over, and it would look like it had uh, his own pubes. Oh. So he'd be like
2: he'd be like a a dick
3: unicorn. He's got one of those
2: know? nose strap-ons. <laughs> it's like a fucking bottle of those dolphin. <laughs>
6: And his hair is like a flipper. <laughs>
2: it's like getting fucked by
6: Flipper, right? Yeah. You could accept the fact that this city is headed for a disaster of biblical proportion. Well, what do you mean, biblical?
1: Well, what he means is Old Testament, Mr. Yes. Mayor. Real Wrath of God type stuff. Exactly. Fire and brimstone coming down from the skies. Rivers and seas boiling. Forty
4: years of darkness. Earthquakes, volcanoes. The dead
1: rising from the grave. Human sacrifice. Dogs
2: and cats living together. Mass hysteria. This story is from Right Wing Watch. Uh, and Graham Watts... So many names. Satan behind a uh, gay marriage decision. End times looming. Stupid end times. They've been looming for a long time. Yeah. I give them about four billion years. So this is lots. Lots.
1: You know, I think you had referred earlier when we were talking to the fact that people are leaving the church and they seem to be disengaged and they're involved in all these other things. But that's why God sends us wake-up calls.
3: Hey, y'all. This is God. It's time to wake up.
1: (laughs) It's 730. Got to go to work, (laughs) y'all.
3: Hey, (laughs) y'all.
2: After the beep, wake up. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't really understand how these work. (laughs)
3: Is your refrigerator running? <laughs> Y'all better go
2: catch it. You got Prince Albert in the can? Yeah? I put him in hell. <laughs> Because I'm God.
1: (laughs) You know, that's why he allows the terrorists to strike or a tornado to rip through our city or because for whatever reason, we don't seem to give him our attention until we're desperate. And so if we don't give him our attention, then he's going to allow things to happen.
2: Because he's more like a six-year-old stomping his foot? (laughs) Pay attention to me, guys. I'll make a tornado. (laughs) Don't make me make a tornado, guys. Play Legos with me. Are you kidding me? If we don't pay attention to God, he throws tornadoes at us? (laughs) What am I hearing right now? What is happening? To
1: make us more and more desperate until we do cry out. My concern is I just don't want to get past that tipping point. I don't want to get to the point that when we cry out, it's as though his ears are deaf and he's just Mm -hmm. said no more and my patience has run out.
2: God's patience has run out. Yeah, God, the the creature of infinite capacity, is just like, eh. Man, I'm just—I'm taking all the
3: shit I can take. I love the idea that he's created us, right? And yet he can be—he can grow impatient
2: with us, right? How does it even work? You know, you have pets, right? Right. Do your, your pets ever fucking do crazy Absolutely. shit? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, try to be patient, right? I mean, I don't kill them. I right.
3: yell at them on yeah. occasion, like fucking knock it on? off. I say that all the time, yeah. like all the time. I would say maybe
2: four or five times a day, I'm like knock it off. Yeah. How many tornadoes have you thrown at them? Uh. Now I admittedly, okay. if I could make a tornado. <laughs> <laughs> I have a puppy. I've never thrown terrorist attacks at it. No? No. Mm. No. Instead, I try to train it not to do the stuff I don't like. That's what I do. Yeah, instead. puppies like do that. Cats don't. Though. No. Cats no. are just like, yeah... I'm just going to do whatever. Turns I'm out the doing. puppy just does whatever <laughs> it likes, too. It's fucking terror.
3: And I
1: think we're getting very close to that, actually. That's yes. the book of Joel, the little phrase, um, the day of the Lord is soon. The day of the Lord was that time when God drew the line and just said, I've had it you know, no more. And then he sent in the Assyrians to take away the northern kingdom of Israel. He he sent in the Babylonians to take away the southern kingdom of Judah. He sent in the Romans to destroy Jerusalem.
2: And then he didn't do anything else for 2,000 years.
1: And uh, then in the very last of the last times, you know, we know the day of the Lord will be when the great and terrible day of the Lord is when Jesus comes back to the Mount of Olives and the whole world falls at his feet. know, that will be judgment on the secular world completely. But I think the idea of the day of the Lord, the principle, is that we can push him beyond what his his patience will take. He said in Genesis 6, he said, My spirit will not always strive with man. And his spirit strives with man in the sense that his spirit is out in the world restraining evil so that we can live life.
2: Oh, God, <laughs> shut up! Jesus fucking mother, I can't hear that shit! Ha oh, Christ, <laughs> What well, can't, what are you I don't know, man. It's just man. fucking garbage sounds. What is fucking patience has run out and then <laughs> fucking Job said, and did, Jesus is going to come to the olive trees or what? Are you kidding me? It's sixteen. Grow up with this shit. Oh. Jesus is coming to a mountain of olives. <laughs> Fuck off. Don't kill yourself. That's the <laughs> stupidest fucking thing I ever heard. You know, it's funny. Jesus. we said
3: this many, many times, but it bears repeating we have a rover on mars oh, right <laughs> we have a right? fucking rover on mars we are planning missions to mars we have fucking like we've we, we've actually have like technology on a couple of different planets now and and these guys are like yeah when jesus comes back because the last time he was mad the romans did a thing and you're like the romans the romans,
2: the romans, the romans. did a thing The Romans. Yeah, they were building aqueducts. Yeah. That's what they were doing. Fucking Romans did a thing. Yeah. And then they destroyed it. And then nothing happened for 2,000 years except for all the important thing man has ever accomplished. Yeah. Right? Like, that is what has happened. Well, the secular world, what's that ever done except for incredible prosperity, relative peace, medicine? I mean, like, it's ridiculous. (laughs) You're going to come to a mountain of olives. I'll fucking come to the mountain of olives. I'll fucking meet you there and fight you. (laughs) What have you done for me lately?
3: I hope they bring a press, because I want, I want I want, Jesus to stamp on some olives oh, and make God. some olives. Just a first pressing? Some olive It's oil. the extra virgin it's Mary extra press. extra virgin Mary.
2: <laughs> you want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers! I want the truth! You can't
3: handle the truth! So like every year, Tom, uh, we... Uh, take a look back at yep. uh, some of the previous predictions that were made last year yep. by certain psychics. We talked about this last year. Major volcanic eruptions in Japan and Hawaii. Uh, those are on the ring of fire. So yeah, uh, pretty good chance pretty of that happening. That
2: that's going to happen sometimes.
3: Yeah. Uh, is Joan Collins still alive? Uh, she's 82. Still alive. So that one's wrong. Yeah, well, uh, Royal family death. I hadn't heard about that. No, no um but i have died of boredom hearing about the royal family yeah well
2: so, here's the thing the royal family could all die simultaneously and i don't think i would know i don't know if that, that shit know is either. as fucking irrelevant as soccer i know you know what i mean yeah. it's like oh it's more irrelevant to and me. then the royal family went to their car i'll tell you what like, i cares? could
3: on a on a terrible day where i want to pluck my own eyes out maybe watch a soccer no, game could not. no i don't could. talk I could like that. Do don't it. don't say do it, it cecil i could do it if i if like i, I had to love you like a brother but I could not watch a royal wedding <laughs> i don't care how much i don't care what you gave me uh, you know what you could put me on like the fucking most crazy psychedelics yep. you've ever given anyone right and i would i would fucking i would tear my own
2: eyes and tongue out yeah you know those you know those uh those those metal things that sometimes you put a note on you know like that? <laughs> I would rather <laughs> like fucking yeah, the, spike, the, the spiky the, the, the spike thing. thing. Yeah, the thing note spike. You, the note yeah. spike. Yeah. yeah, I would rather leap high into the well, three inches for me. Yeah, high sure. into the air and drive that into my brain stem <laughs> than watch one minute of a royal anything. Yeah, anything. Yeah, right. It could be a royal firefighter. It could be a royal like, orgy. Could, oh, that's, <laughs> although that Kate chick, she's she's a looker, right? Kate plus eight. No, isn't there a Kate? <laughs> I don't no, know. K plus A is not a looker. I don't
3: know. No. No. She pushed. No. She pushed. No. She pushed the ocho out of her uh, <laughs>
2: out of her vagina. No, so. I don't think you. I don't think you birthed naturally to eight. Like I, <laughs> I, I'm just. I'm not a physician. Well, maybe like one came out there, one came out I'm here, just, one like, came out there, one she came was out sporting here. Sporting like a spider, just like. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so strange
3: fluctuations in the Earth's magnetic field mm, detected. Not that I heard of. Mm, don't think so here's one many countries will see attacks from a lone gunmen. i seen berlin rome and paris as targets but a simultaneous at london attack will be thwarted and you know uh, the thing is is that the paris one was simultaneous and wasn't a lone gunman it was right. a lot of gunmen you know right. what i mean like so
2: there's no lone gunman.
3: That's, <laughs> no, it's not it's not like one guy had a had a gun right with charlie abdo or with yeah, right. or with the the latest Paris attack, there was Western a effect. bunch of people yeah. that had guns and bombs and yeah.
4: shit.
2: Now, now here is one that I think is is the most unlikely of the whole list. Jeb Bush will gain popularity <laughs> and will win the American election in twenty sixteen.
3: Yeah, yeah, it looks like this looks like this. This uh, not Craig happen. Hamilton Parker
2: sort of fell on their face here. So let's take a look at some ones for next year. An alleged, I like this one. An alleged naked picture of Kim Jong Un causes a political row. Um, that's going to clearly be a wide image. Um, <laughs> he got the widescreen, and he's still spilling off of it. <laughs> man, <laughs> you like do the panoramic, and you're just like, it's like oh. "I just can't keep." He's like, filmed,
3: he's like filmed in the same way that they shot like, uh, like uh, the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly with that like <laughs> cinescope
4: cinescope or right?
3: <laughs> Donald B- Trump's bid for the White House thwarted by illness. The last battle is neck and neck between Jeb Bush and Hillary Clinton. You just wrote this. Yeah, right? You just fucking wrote this, they're man. They're doubling down. Do you fucking seriously believe that it's going to be Jeb Bush and Hillary Clinton? Yeah, they're doubling down. Jeb Bush is fucking... Jeb Bush can't find his ass with fucking a, a goddamn AIDS hands at this point.
2: <laughs> Are you kidding me? Jeb Bush is going to... He's going to surge forward in the polls. It's going to happen. I'll tell you, I will. I will fucking...
3: I'll be blown away yeah. if that's the case, but that I does will, not look like it's happening. I would eat like a bum's happening. asshole before <laughs> that would happen.
2: That's, not, that's I'm not going to do that. No, I'm not I don't do care no if I'm right or wrong. No one's holding no me to that. Can't. I'm not no, doing it. Not going to happen. Here's my favorite. Hold on. I already have a favorite. Okay. A city will turn sideways after earthquake activity. <laughs> sideways? How <laughs> a city turn sideways? <laughs> Just, hey, Chicago! <laughs> Why are you sideways? What are you guys doing over here? That's you wacky city turning si- How would a city turn sideways? That's not what it's not a Lego piece. You don't pick it up and rip it and put it back down in a different direction. Well
4: how do you
3: turn a city sideways? A plane goes into the Eiffel Tower in Paris? People will
2: use jetpacks for transportation. <laughs> for what? What the what? Somebody's making that up. A new breed mixture of dog and cat. It's a dad. It's a cog. It's a dat. <laughs> it's, it's a cog. <laughs> no. It's a monster. <laughs> so it'll be an exciting year. I'm going to get my jetpack ready now. Meet Tom Jetson. Do, 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 do. His new jetpack. It's impractical.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, we want to thank our most current patrons, uh, the ones that just signed up. Uh, we really do appreciate all our patrons, but, uh, but the m- most recent ones who signed up were Sherry, Michaela, Cecilio, Susan, Tim, Thomas, Julian, Nick, and Angela. Thank you very much for your generous donations.
2: Uh, we did get a couple of PayPal, or a single PayPal, I think, Tom. We did. We got a PayPal donation from Ingrid. Ingrid, thank you very much. Um, we just want to uh, stop here for a second and say something about our patrons, about all of the donors to this show. Um, the, we, we recently did move Diggs um, into a formal studio space. Yeah, We're in yeah. a real, genuine studio space. Cecil and I take the show very seriously, yeah. um, you know, for all the dick jokes that, basically are the show and the purpose of the show. We take our sound quality seriously. We take our production schedule very seriously. Um, And we're in a position where we're really looking to make some significant upgrades in 2016. Um, You know, the space is a huge step forward for us. Um, So we just like to actually do our first real ask, I think, and say, guys, you know, we love doing the show. We love doing, putting out the show every week for you. Tell you what, we've put this show out every single week without hesitation through uh, tremendous uh, challenges in our lives for several years. And we're really hoping to do some great things in 2016. So if you were thinking about donating to the show, uh, we'd just be terribly grateful to have you as a patron. Um, and we're looking forward to coming up with some new ideas to reward our patrons yeah. in 2016 yeah, absolutely. as well.
4: Yeah,
3: Tom, you thought this was a pretty interesting email. The uh, the The clip that we play, there's a clip we play where the guy's talking about um, you got to make clothes and shit for your family. Right. Um, Pastor
2: Steven Anderson of the fucking yeah. worst church ever. Or whatever, yeah. You know? It
3: looks like it looks like that that clip is taken out of context.
2: Right. So, you know, that, that clip, the guy, you know, goes on and he says, uh, you know, women are supposed to be making clothes and making food. And that's her job. And he, and he holds up the Bible and he's like, I, I'm not making it up. It's right in this book. Well, I don't read that book. Um, But it turns out our listeners are familiar. So he says, The fucker stops at verse 15, the very next verse, y'all, the very next verse. She considers a field and buys it out of her earnings and plants a vineyard. She sets about her work vigorously. Her arms are strong for her tasks. She sees that her trading is profitable and her lamp does not go out at night. Bitch, be a businesswoman, yo. She's got it all. She takes care of her family and she earns a damn living. And if you go further down in the chapter, notice what her husband is doing. Quote, her husband is respected at the city gate, where he takes his seat among the elders of the land. Dude, bros at the bar, tipping it back with his bros while his old lady's working her fingers to the bone. The next verse, again, speaks of her industry. Quote, she makes linen garments and sells them and supplies the merchants with sashes. So she's the one bringing home the bacon and cooking it in the pan. Okay, metaphorically, they're Jewish, but you get me. <laughs> I thought that was great. I yeah. thought that was great yeah. because it is that fucking selective reading of this fucking horror show uh, book. So... We got a message uh,
3: from Brandon, and Brandon talks about uh, how Brian Fisher's theory on dinosaurs uh, is probably wrong, right? (laughs) He says, obviously, we know that this is wrong for a variety of reasons, uh, not the least of which being that we're not complete fucking idiots. (laughs) We could stop there, right? Right. He says, but Brian, uh, Brian Fisher is partially right about one thing. Most reptiles, reptiles do indeed grow throughout their entire lives, including those little – what are those? Anoles. anoles yeah. Including these little anoles that you starve to death, Tom, you monster. Uh, the problem with this theory is that as reptiles, reptiles get older, the rate of growth decreases dramatically. For instance – a young, well-fed crocodile may grow to a meter in its first year, but a well-fed older crocodile individual may less may grow less than a centimeter in one year. So technically, they never stop growing. But even a thousand-year-old animal could not attain the normal enormous sizes of dinosaurs. So, uh, so even if he was right, which he's not right, right? right. The fucking animals fucking lived a stupid. billion years or whatever. Yeah, right? Fucking <laughs> dumbass that said he's a guy who thinks people live nine hundred ninety-six years. I will man. say this: Brandon is standing. Uh, by a fucking alligator in this picture that he sent us and he's got his back to an alligator nope i just want to tell you brandon never turn your back to an alligator (laughs) (laughs) no it's probably a crocodile um
4: actually it's a caiman guys
3: guys it's a it's a gecko (laughs) it's It's, just lived a thousand years it's a big it's it's car insurance (laughs) that's what it is we got a message from meaty ogre and uh and he says he was talking about uh, he was listening to a show where we were talking about being seduced by the by the dark side of becoming gay and uh and he said can you be seduced by the dick side i wonder and then uh he he has a little bit here tom
2: he does it says big gay emperor glancing at his pitched tent you want this don't you the member is swelling in you now take your boa use it i am unadorned (laughs) fancy me with it Give in to your fabulousness. With each passing moment, you make yourself more my bitch, Bruce Manluster. (laughs) Struggling with the decision, Bruce Manluster. (laughs) No, your highness, you have failed. I am a hetero, like my father before me. Throws away boa. Big gay emperor. Very well, hetero. Then you will cry. Emperor begins to tear up Bruce's invitations to all upcoming Sunday brunches. brunches. (laughs) Bruce madlusters, screaming to his father in desperate pain and agony. Father, please. Darth Wiener. Darth Wiener. To the emperor. Oh, no, you didn't. (laughs) Bitch slaps the emperor. Emperor slaps back. This devolves into a tickle fight. They end up on the floor kissing. Bruce eventually joins in. All hope for the galaxy is lost. Yeah. Um, I need a shower.
3: <laughs> we got a message uh, from David, and David said uh, that he liked the, the comment, the hippopotamus, a consternation. And he said, how could you have possibly called the episode The King of the Jews when calling it The Hippopotamus of Consternation would have been perfect? The problem is, is that I recently called an episode The First Marmoset of the Apocalypse, right? and I didn't want people to get confused. (laughs) So I had to call it King of the Jews. But my favorite part of this is at the end when he says um, – he he mentions one of his favorites here is The Earwig of Expectation. I
2: like that. I like that. That's awesome.
3: Uh, we got a message from Ross, and Ross says, as a former high, a high class atheist uh, I feel i shouldn 't be listening to this podcast. <laughs> I was into theory. I was a Dawkins and a Dennett kind of guy now i now i 'm like a tweaking metho who hits your latest show before I can do anything else that 's awesome well, at the end, Ross says i mean first ross we we apologize yeah we're, we 're the first the first show 's free, uh and then uh, I want to say here." He says, P.S. Everyone mentions our deadly spiders and sharks because he's from Australia and crocodiles and blue ring octopi and stonefish and Ross River f- <laughs> fever mosquitoes and box jellyfish and uh, uh, Australian paralysis ticks. <laughs> but no one ever talks about our plants, especially the gimpy gimpy tree. We have, we have
2: talked, talked about, about the gimpy gimpy, gimpy.
3: gimpy tree. Yeah. yeah,
2: I think we might have talked about it with Jake yeah. on one of the shows. There was an episode where we discussed the gimpy gimpy tree. Yeah. I actually remember bringing it up because yeah. I had read about that fucking horror plant.
3: Yeah, But I think, I think the thing is, is that nobody's going
2: to listen to any show that Jake's on. That's so, true. Yeah. I mean, that's why nobody listens to Jake Show.
3: (laughs) We got a message from Mark in California. It's called Amusing
2: Anecdote, Tom. He says, The other night I was suffering a bout of insomnia, so I put David Smalley's podcast on. Amazingly effective. Shot out of nowhere. Shot out of nowhere. Man, why would we even read this? After (laughs) one of his (laughs) typically torturous introductions of his guest, Phil Ferguson, Phil responded with a simple but enthusiastic greeting of Glory Hole. And after a five-second awkward pause, he asked meekly, uh, wrong show? <laughs> Thought you might like to know that you're now fucking with Smalley by proxy. I do like to know that. I love to know I that, like too. I like to know that so oh, much. Man. That's tremendous. Well, that's going to wrap it up for this show. The inaugural the show. The
3: inaugural show on a, in, the in, new in, Hall in the new Hole Studios. We had a... You know, uh, there was some thumping and some bumping going on throughout hey, the show. Hey, 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 that's um, private business. But uh, but uh, hopefully in the future, it'll be a little more quiet. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, we got to take what we can get, though. And this is it. So uh, we're excited for our new studio. Yeah. And we're excited that we have an address. And, uh, and
2: we're kind of official now. We're fucking totes official. Totes official. 345 yo. North Loomis. Yeah. We can say it on the air. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. There's gonna be man. somebody waiting outside for oh, us. don't wait outside. <sighs> I love you guys. Here's a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. If I fucking blow up, my kids are gonna be so mad. Uh, blow up more. Oh, but yeah. <laughs> I blow up. If I could blow up, it just fucking chunks a piece of lard <laughs> off the side of me. It's like shooting a stay puffed marshmallow, man. Like, like chunks put, fall like,
3: off and he still keeps it's like going. Like putting that dynamite in that whale. <laughs> well that's gonna wrap it up for this episode but uh we hopefully will be back uh with another episode next week and uh we're gonna leave you like we always do with the skeptics creed
2: credulity is not a virtue it's fortune cookie cutter mommy issue hypno babylon bullshit